like to celebrate and commemorate the big moments of life? Well, regardless of your personality, we want to encourage you to celebrate progress that you make as a mom or a dad. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta, who heads up our parenting team. And I wonder, Danny, as, as your kids have aged, have there been moments where you and Heather kind of high-five each other, either quietly uh, as a couple or maybe with the kids as well, that kind of parenting win? That parenting win. I love it. Uh, I would say, you know, I've, we've hugged each other before and said, hey, this, this is going Good well. Good job. I can, I can tell well. it's a we very can, emotive family. Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a celebrating Latino, yeah. right, John? And so... Uh, you, you just we, live we large anyway. Celebrate. Every moment is celebrated. <laughs> we love to celebrate in our home. I'd say I'm more of the celebrator. My, my wife is very task-focused, hmm. and she's been learning how to just pause and celebrate, and we've needed that task-focused side of who she is, and it's part of being a team. Uh, she and I have, have uh, really worked hard at, at, at being intentional with our kids. And through all the imperfections and all the moments where it hasn't gone just right, uh, we've, had we, we, we've had plenty of those. And to look back and, and to think through how God has been through it all with us mm-hmm. and has constantly been there is, is something to celebrate in a big way and that our kids love Jesus. I we love celebrate that. And the other day we were driving and I said, honey, both Alex and Lexi love Jesus. And we just looked at each other and smiled. Yeah, yeah, those are rich moments. Yeah. And we want to grab onto those and commemorate those. Um, to that end, let's go ahead and hear part of a conversation with Courtney Ellis. Um, she's back, and she and Focus President Jim Daly talked about the need to recognize the good things. All right, so the spiritual practice as a last born, my favorite. <laughs> Celebrate! <laughs> let's have a party! <laughs> What is that about? Celebrate. It feels like uh, it's a little of an antithesis to how we should behave with God. Yeah. Be serious. Right. Be very serious and kind of grumpy all the time. It's not who the Lord Lord. is. No, it's not. Celebrate. Jesus was a master of celebration. We find him always with his friends reclining at the table and making the wine at the wedding and going to the feasts and the festivals, even when he had to go in secret because people were were after him. He, he goes to these feasts and these festivals. So scripture is filled with celebrations. There are all of these feasts and festivals in the Old Testament, and then there are many new ones in the New Testament. The early church, the early church had over 200 feast days every year. They had more feast days than not feast days. (laughs) And then there's the weekly celebration of Sabbath, where we remember that ultimately the work is the Lord's, and we're invited to rest from our labors. Eugene Peterson talks about the Sabbath as a day for praying and playing. And I used to major in the praying and forget the playing. But why, why was that hard for you? I mean, personally, that celebrate part. Why did that seem to be outside the orbit for you? Firstborn, maybe. Yeah, I mean, that, it, yeah. was it that just that sheer responsibility thing? I I had not really sat with Jesus as a full person, and I would mm. read more deeply into the "this is what you should do," mm-hmm. and I wouldn't read as much about who Jesus was and the fact that he. He enjoyed these things so much. The message translation says that you called me a lush, right? There's this idea that they see him enjoying the wine to the right. point where they're like, this guy. Which you the know? Pharisees did. They said, like, a, a, he's laughing and having too much fun. Yes. 
the kingdom of God is serious. And and I don't think it is. I think the kingdom of God is deep and playful and winsome and holy. And it's all of it. God calls us to celebration because in celebration, we form greater connections with God and greater connections with one another. There is a holiness to play. Yeah. There's a holiness to, to joy. Our church is, you know, walking out of this pandemic like every other church in the country. And we've had to invest in live stream technologies and new cameras and new lighting and all of these things, our best purchase, a couple of ping pong tables for the patio. <laughs> now we're talking. Honestly, people stay and they <laughs> laugh and they play and they're like, I, I'll catch you next Sunday. I'm playing you next Sunday. Mm-hmm. And folks we would see once a month, we're seeing every week because mm-hmm. of celebration. Yeah, being present. You, you share a sweet story about an expected celebration you experienced with your son Lincoln during a weekend retreat. What happened? I love that celebration between parent and child. As God was teaching me about not compartmentalizing my faith, I was about to lead a a retreat for our college and young adults group, and the pastor I was going to co-lead it with said, you know, bring your son. And I said, no, he's four. He's going to (laughs) throw rocks and eat dirt, and, you know, I don't think that's a good idea. And he was like, you should bring him. And so I brought him, and the final morning of the retreat, this pastor led a service of communion and talked about Jesus and the Last Supper and what it means to give your life to the Lord. And I looked over at my little boy, and as far as I could tell, he wasn't paying any attention. He was digging in the dirt, and he was begging the, the older kids for for candy and snacks. And, <laughs> and then I brought him home later that day, and he said, you know, Pastor Steve talked about being a disciple of Jesus. Can I be a disciple of Jesus too? So he was listening. He was listening yeah. and he wanted to pray this prayer of oh, salvation. And I'm married to a PhD in theology. I always thought that would be Daryl's moment. And Daryl was at the store and I was like, all right, I guess it's me. And so we knelt there on the carpet in his bedroom and prayed. And that wouldn't have happened if Steve hadn't said, bring him. It's mm. going to be fun. Yeah. And I, you know, mm. for that person that does take their faith seriously, that's admirable. But you do have to have life in that. And I think of the Lord, you know, if you've lived your entire life, you're 80 years old, maybe older, and you've just been this very serious person about your faith and maybe again with your temperament, um, you know, what word do you have for that person to say, enjoy what God has given you? I mean, experience it, not just be a scholar about it. Yeah. And I, I think it does speak to the spirit of the heart. You know, that's why the Lord wants us to celebrate, because uh, it breaks us out of our um, kind of high and mighty self. Celebration takes some humility, that you're not going to act in a, uh, you know, sophisticated way. You may even be ridiculed like they did to Jesus. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons that Jesus invites us to come to him like little children. Children know how to celebrate. And so for the person who says, my faith has been so serious for so long, I would just say, God gives you permission. God invites you. There is no reason we have so many types of food. There's no reason we have so many types of birds. There's no reason we have so many sunsets. They don't serve a purpose. They are for our joy and they're for our flourishing. And when we walk more deeply into that country of joy, which is our native land, God is glorified. It enlivens our faith. It deepens our connections with one another. Well, Danny, following up on what Courtney said, why does it honor God when we actually enjoy time with our kids? Well, they're a gift from Him to us. We get to enjoy the uniqueness of each of the children and to be transformed and shaped along the way as parents uh, with our kids. And that investment of time with them uh, is, is something that God finds joy in because in his design, 
we are able to, to discover a deeper understanding of our relationship with Him. And as we enjoy that relationship with our kids, we begin to enjoy more so our relationship with Him. It's, it's just beautiful how He's designed mm-hmm. those moments yeah. to help shape a, a deeper understanding of who He is and how much He loves us. And so, uh, yeah, they're truly a gift. Enjoy them as, as you go because it goes so quickly. John. It does, it yeah, yeah. And for more encouragement from Courtney Ellis, uh, get a copy of our two-part conversation with her. We've got a free download available for you and uh, includes what you've heard today as well. It's a wonderful resource for you to listen to again or maybe share with a friend. And uh, Courtney's book is a terrific resource. It's called Almost Holy Mama, and it has the same kind of stories and insights and uh, authenticity that you heard from Courtney today. We'll send that book to you when you make a donation of any amount to Focus on the Family today. Uh, Make a monthly pledge or a one-time gift, and the link to do that is in the show notes. We'll hear from Ashley Willis next time talking about uh, finding peace as a mom. For now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and our entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. As a parent, it's easy to find myself sitting backseat to my kids in the back seat. It's tough to be a step ahead. In full honesty, I'm pretty hard on myself when that happens. But I've found Practice Makes Parent, a podcast from Focus on the Family, hosted by Dr. Danny Huerta and Rebecca St. James. It helps me be more intentional and not feel alone when things get tough. Everything they share is practical and well-practiced, and I can use it right away. Listen to Practice Makes Parent wherever you get your podcasts.